Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. What would your advice be for as a guide for life for people who are getting married? For a happy marriage? Because 50 years after her book, How to Stay Married, Jilly Cooper admits that she got almost everything wrong. Well, I suppose she didn't really. I'm going to defend Jilly here a little bit because that was the world that we lived in at the time. So she didn't really get it wrong. She got it right at the time. But she would wrong, be wrong by today's standards. And now she has new rules for the marital harmony. Good for her. She's now reflecting on the changes that have occurred in the half century since she wrote the original book and the book has been republished. And in an interview, Jilly looked back at her old counselling. She said she nearly died in horror when she reread her book and she felt she had come across as a smug, opinionated, little know-it-all. Ah, Jilly, don't be too hard on yourself. That was the times that it was. It was okay to tell women to make their husbands' dinners and iron the clothes. That's just the world we lived in 50 years ago. But anyway, in her book, Cooper said that wives should work from 8.30am to 4.30pm so they could rush home to clean, iron, cook and make themselves look pretty before their husbands got home from work. Cooper realised she had written some appalling things, but if that had been a different era back then. Well, I'm glad she admits that. Her counsel on what to do if your husband was cheating had an uncomfortable pre- uh, precedence as she advised people to play it cool if he doesn't know you know and to raise hell if he does know you know. In other words, say nothing. What you don't know is not going to hurt you. Her biggest recommendation was to forgive and pray it blows over as it did in her husband's case. Her and her husband both have had brief flings with others, but both welcomed each other back uh, with open arms afterwards. Jilly said that being married makes you stick at the relationship and that a happy marriage doesn't happen overnight. You have to build up like a cathedral, brick by brick. With all of that said, Jilly compiled a new list of essentials for the wedded uh, bliss. The list involves going on a honeymoon. Well, that's a good thing to do, isn't it? Uh, With lots of different things to do. That if you are having an affair, to keep your mouth shut. Oh, right, okay. Now I'm starting to dislike Jilly already. Uh, Share chores. Okay, get a pet. Yeah, not a bad idea. Love and cherish each other. Yes, always good. Always share a bed. Yep, agree with that. And to actually go to bed angry and sort the row out in the morning. What? I'm assuming she means... Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming she means not to go to bed. Well, hang on, Helena. Am I misreading that? She wants you to go to bed angry. Yeah, no, her point is in the article, I read it this morning, is uh, she's saying that, you know, every kind of expert says never go to bed angry, sort the, sort the argument out. But um, what she's saying is, no, go to bed if you're angry. It will all seem a little bit less you know, frustrating in the morning. You'll have slept, you won't be exhausted, and you can sort it out in the morning. Don't try and stay up till two in the morning having this blazing row. Yeah, she's like, oh, right, okay. Oh, right, okay. Well, okay. I can kind of see that. But I, I don't like, I don't like rows to fester. Yeah, but sometimes you need a little bit of cooling off period. It's not festering, it's cooling off. But you know when rows, you know these people who have a row and it goes on for three or four days, they don't speak to each other. Yeah, that happens. But I think you need to reflect on what you've said, why you're angry. And then eventually one or two or both of you will say, I would maybe. I couldn't, I, go, I couldn't deal with a relationship where a row went down for three days. I'm not saying three. She's yeah. saying don't. She's no, saying I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. But, she, but I agree with her. Like, let, yeah. let yourself. Okay, okay. Down. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Okay, but yeah, but in relation to rows festering, I, I probably couldn't deal with a relationship where a row festering. I have to. Sort, I'm one of those people who has to have it sorted out now. Has to be sorted out. But I can understand what she's saying about going to bed and sleeping on it, so to speak. So maybe you'll be a bit calmer the following morning rather than, you know, 
knocking the heads off each other at three o'clock in the morning when you're both tired. Now, so here's the question. There's a lot of stuff in there that Jilly mentions. I think she's forgotten a lot of stuff too. I want to know what advice you would give to somebody. So let's say, for example, you knew a newlywed Cole, your own daughter or son or friends or family. And they said to you, listen, you know, you, you've been married a while. What, what's your secret? What's, what, what do you think makes a good marriage? If you've got a list of things that make a good marriage, a good relationship. And nowadays, it's not necessarily marriage because nowadays many people don't get married. They live together, which, by the way, I think is sad. Just for the record, I'm not talking about religious ceremonies. I think it's sad that people don't get married anymore. I think it's sad that people live together with children and it's becoming the norm. I'm not having a go with you, by the way, if you're in that position. I'm I'm not saying there's something wrong with you. But I just think it's sad that we're losing that tradition and respect for the family, that we don't cement it with some sort of legal or legally binding piece of paper that says we're a family unit. I just think it's wrong. But each to your your own, right? So, what advice would you give as a guide for marriage? Let me know what you think. Uh, The number is 087188. I give away one of Helena's hampers here, by the way, uh, if we can get uh, some good answers on this. All right, so text or WhatsApp 087188. John O.D. How you doing? John, what advice would you give to somebody for a long-lasting relationship? uh, The last couple of weeks, I've been pretty sick, right? And I've had a lot of time. And I'm waiting on a... What's wrong with you? Well, I got a serious uh, thing in my chest, and I must go for a CT scan now because there's something going into my lung. So I don't know how that's going to play out. No, well, so I hope you're okay, John. Excuse the, the horses and devices. We, ha- we have we have our differences, but I would visit you in the hospital and bring <laughs> you some grapes. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be probably a keen tea inside the grapes. <laughs> well, okay, no, John, I wish you well, and I and I hope it's nothing too ah, serious. Yeah, I hope it will. I don't worry about that happens, but. No, as a guy, look, I was very impressed with Helena. They are like the, the wise young old, as they call her, um, and wrote a 10 year rule. Um, but I also agree with you. But the marriage thing, I think people like this, look, there are people living together, they're happy, right? So, I mean, I've done it for 10 years. But the thing is that, um, I don't know, there's a commitment there, look, and you're quite right, you're going to leave the religion part of it, all of this. Like, it's just a commitment of you going through your civil marriage, whatever. There's a serious commitment made in that you're married, you know? You can say it psychologically, whatever it is, you know, as well as legal. But I don't know, it, it's better, I think, couple who they know it, that there's, they're hitting the ground running as man and wife, you know. And, like, I, I regret I didn't do it for one of the ladies I was with for 10 years. And I was going to like, ask you how long were you with her for 10? You were yeah, with her 10, 10 years. years yeah. This, this was the lady that was a bit younger than yourself. Uh, oh, you're thinking of the Polish lady, you know, but oh, no, no. This, this girl was younger than me as well, but only about, okay. about six years, like. But the thing is that... Um, and why, why do, what do you regret most about that lady that you were with for, for well, 10 years? That, I feel like in the beginning, and there's a big word here, like, and I would, I would stress it to, to guys listening out there, whether you have a girlfriend, whether this is your wife, whatever. Uh, commitment. You have to be committed to each other, like, and you have to be aware. You have to use and were you not committed, John? Well, I, I was, but the trouble is there was, you see, at the time, there was an aged parent alive, and look, it was going from one end of town to the next. It was extremely stressful trying to pick up work here and there at the time. I was after leaving a job and I was trying to scratch. So you were, you were trying to share your priorities between yeah, but, two but people. The, 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 part, the, the thing I regret to this day, and I have a lot of time with the last couple of weeks to think about it, right, is that, I mean, that I didn't just say, look, this is what has to be done here. Like, I mean, make a decision, not only for my mother at the time, but for her. And like, she had a child as well because her husband had died. And I mean, you know, make it for all of us. Like, I mean, rather than trying to be all things to everyone, we're all over the place. No, you can't it be will, all, you can't be you all can. things to everybody. That's no. what I will do and advise anyone out there. Sit down, 
start it out if you're in a situation like this, whatever type of situation it is, right, and talk it out and make sure that you come to a, 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 a reasonable... And were you in love? Were you, after 10 years, were you still in love? Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, the day she, the day she got married to another guy about two years after, about a year and a half, right, when she was getting married that day, we had a favourite beach, right? And I went down to that beach that day when she was getting married at the precise time at three o'clock. I was walking the same beach that I walked with her on my own. Mm. And I stayed there for the, well, for a couple of hours and the sun went down like him and there was no light that's on the beach, just the waves lapping in the sand. And I walked away and then I knew like it was just gone forever. And like, and it was one of the saddest days of my life. I'm sorry, John. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I know it's upset you. You all right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, when you find the right person, it's really important. So this is the advice, John, that you're giving today, when you do find the right person. Oh, for God's sake, look, if you get the right person, Jesus Christ, hang on to him. Mm. Don't let them go. Don't. And respect them, love them, cherish them. Yeah. And I, here's my, I, my one earlier on was be honest. I mean, sometimes you've, you'll do things wrong. Sometimes you'll make mistakes. Yeah. Sometimes you won't make them the priority so, that should be, and you have to be honest and admit that. Sometimes, no, you see you make a mistake, but sometimes you make a mistake that you can't undo, and that's the hardest thing to accept. You know, I was saying something for a while, and to accept as a long-term thing, I don't know how that's going to play out, but, like, I know, like, whoever I will settle with, if I'm lucky to get someone again, right, whether it's this lady or not, I don't know, I, I would never say that I'd get someone better than the girl that I should have married, right? If I get someone, I'll get areas with no, if it works out, or someone else, right? If I can get someone as good, I will be extremely lucky. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's always, I mean, I, I know there's loads, the old advice is there's loads of fish in the sea. And, you know, and there is loads of fish in the sea. And, no, you, I and, you, and I, you might meet, you might meet somebody again who'll just blow your mind, John. Yeah, well, you see, the thing is, like, fellas there, when they come over relationships, they're all stuff kind of not going to walk it over, so maybe should, like, I mean, and it's not that serious, like, like unless there's unfaithfulness or something like that, I mean, that's a different story, right, but don't be so quick, like, especially, I mean, like, to think, oh, the scene is great out there, because you get back into the scene, the scene has changed, simple as that, right, and after a while, you might regress, take a good look at the person that you're with, and say to yourself, like, what would it be like now to be without him or her, mm-hmm. right, and seriously think about that, and you're out there, and if you're out there, I guarantee you, back in the scene, but sometimes, John, sometimes you find yourself in a situation where you feel secure and safe. And particularly when you have a family and you don't want your marriage to break up. Mm. And, you know, and I was in that situation. Yeah. And you think to yourself, you know, what am I going to do? Like, I'm 55 years of age. You know, I'm not going on Tinder, for God's sake. You yeah. know, what am I going to do? And then suddenly, out of the blue, the person comes along who yeah. absolutely blows you away. And exactly. that's thankfully, yeah. thankfully. You were, you were you were extremely lucky there, but imagine oh, if you hadn't at all, and you were flipping around and come to be well known, and as well, like who do you kind of you know? Is it just because I'm in Ireland they're with me? No, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Or are they are they with me because I? No, need, no. Yeah, I know? know. I know. I know what you mean. I, I I don't think it's in my situation. Probably not. I'm not that famous, but certainly I imagine that's problem. The probably the biggest problem and when you look at Hollywood, for example. Uh, um, yeah, you know, I mean, those marriages last two and three years because they're not—they don't love each other. They're only with they each other because they're famous. But okay, but that's a whole different argument. But no, in my case, that certainly wasn't the case either. Uh, I know that uh, the person I'm with, my partner, is the most amazing person in the world. And she's with me for who I am. Yeah. But stay there a second, Dave. You're a classic. It's hi, folks. Dave, tips for marriage. Tips for a good marriage. John's tip is when you find the right one, for God's sake, hold on to it. 
Oh yeah, no, I'd agree with that a hundred percent. Just a few of them appreciate the person you're with. Don't get lax and lazy and think they're going to be there forever. You know, don't take don't take them for granted. Exactly, yeah. Don't take them for granted. Uh, the biggest rule in our house is we never go to bed fighting ever. Yeah. You know, if you have an argument, talk it out. Don't let it fester. Because see, now Jilly, know, Jilly and Helena kind of went against that one. That they said actually do go to bed angry and sort it out in the morning. No, well, well, maybe each their own. But for myself, and my missus, <clears throat> we've never, as long as we're together, and we've had some blazing arguments. We've never, even when it's just the two of us lying in bed and it's quiet, and you're like, you know, Michelle, yeah, I'm sorry. Do you know that kind of crack? <laughs> Do you know? But I think, I think the most important thing in an argument is never leave each other, right? So, in other words, uh, never go to work uh, no. knowing you've had an argument with your missus. No, because no, I. I have heard so many stories where, sadly, accidents will happen, somebody gets killed, and you go, you would regret that for the rest of your oh, life. Yeah, 100%. I never leave the house in the mornings without first giving herself and little fella a hug and a kiss and tell yeah. them how much I love them. Absolutely. You know? uh, and a big one, a big, big, big one is... Look at us like three big softies on the radio, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, no, where's your toxic masculinity now, huh? But, um... <laughs> But uh, no, but a big one for myself and herself, just because just we've, we've seen some stuff in the last few years, is don't let little things get at you. Yeah. Do you know, it's like, oh, how are we going to pay this bill? Or, do you know, I wish we had a bigger TV. Or, do you know, because like, you might be stuck for money one week, but the following week, that is going to make one ship of the difference. Don't let the little problems become these overgrown big problems that you don't need because they'll just fester and there'll be resentment and there's absolutely no need of it, you know? I always, like, I always had a kind of motto in life that when it comes to finances and when it comes to all these things, within reason, and I'm not talking about being completely irresponsible, but I think you should live every day like it's your last. Because, no, you should. Because it could be. No, you should, because I, I, I'm of the disposition, like, you can always make a few pounds. But, you know, you can only make happy memories certain times. Like, don't get much snow in this country. So my little fellow was smaller. If we ever got a morning where it snowed and there was snow on the ground, like, it'd be gone by 12 o'clock. So I'd take the morning off work and give him the, the morning off school and we'd go out and play in the snow. Absolutely. Because I, I won't get those memories back, but I'd be able to make a few pounds any time. Like. Nice. Yeah, yeah, sorry, John. Yeah, I'm sure now that that caller would agree when I'm going to stay next as well. Even when you have kids as well, make time like, for yourself as a couple as well. Keep the romantic path going. Absolutely. The one, yeah. the one thing when I was involved in the relationship, let's say there was a kid involved, but like she kind of wouldn't settle with other people. Like, And there's the one regret I have as well, that we never, in the 10 years, everywhere we went on holidays and weekends now, we always took her. We were never on our own as a couple walking the beach, just be the couple. And I'd advise that to anyone. Get somebody to mind your kids that you can trust, obviously. Like, but for God's sake, keep the romance going. Go away for weekends, just you yeah, going away a little holiday every now and again. We talked about that the other day. It's not selfish to do. It's okay no. to do that. It's okay to have a little bit of you and her time every now and again. It's essential for the relationship. Okay, let me get a female opinion. Anne, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anne? Hello, how are you? Married 29 years. Together yeah, 38 um, years. Yeah. You ha- you must have a secret, so. Yeah, we're best friends. We we literally actually met when we were 17. We met in Saints, believe it or not, in his name. Oh, I remember Saints Saint well. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Saint, <laughs> Saint Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> so, in the Lawrence, yeah, that was in the Lawrence and Hotel. Then, and yeah, it was many yeah. many years ago, and we have four beautiful children. They've all grown up, um, and my son just became a guard there last week, and uh, he's he's God, they're all grown up so much. They're, he's 28, Amy's 26. I have a 20 year old, and I have a 17 year old. What we do is we just kind of just get on with our lives together. We're always, 
we never if we have an argument we'd have the argument and then we'd make it up we'd, we'd discuss what we were going wrong we'd always sit down and have chats and we talk about our day we try not to have like the phones or anything on we'd have a talk we'd always have like spend time for walks and and he's just i'm actually so lucky to have him because he's my rock and we get on so well we do have our moments we do have the, the moments that are like like blazing rows and stuff and i don't it down to money and stuff like that and then we realized you know it's not worth it he says every day what that other gentleman had just said like live your days your last because you never know when you go out that door or whatever to give a, a hug or a kiss. And you feel like as when you get older, you realise that they're precious years. Because I can't believe how much my children have grown so much. And I know. Yet now it's just him, myself and myself now. You know, that's really sad. You know, my, my, my son, yeah. he left the house there about six weeks ago. or well, was a bit more now, yeah. two months ago. And he got his own yeah. place now. He's, he's living in an apartment. Yeah. My other son is doing his leaving cert. My daughter's 18, right? But I still think of them and I think of my son who's now 23. I still think of him as the little four-year-old that used to walk around holding my hand. And you you should treasure all those moments because you'll miss them so much. And I do want to miss them. And we were just saying that, asking myself, we were just saying that the other day, I can't believe it now. He's a guard now. I remember him walking around and on a scooter or he was on his bike or he's coming in. And, like, we're always involved. We're involved with the GAA. He's a great coach, my husband. And, mm-hmm. and I was a coach with the camogie section and he was a coach with the football and he gave everything to it. But I let him do what he wanted to do and he let me what I wanted to do. And we encourage each other. You encourage your, your, like, your day out or whatever. If he has... Uh, like women friends and work or girlfriends you just let them get on with it and they put the jealousy aside once you have that trust I think it's a foundation and it, that foundation uh, brings so much as you build on all and years. romantically are you? Yes. do you still feel yes. the same now yeah. as you did 29 I years ago if he was gone I would be gone I'd be broken he's my he's my rock he, he's, he's so good to me and I, I know I'm so good to him and we mm. help each other and that's what I think and I've tried to put that in through the children as well and, and you still like, you're still 29 years later still cuddle yeah. up on the couch on a Friday yeah. night and watch yeah, the telly do. together and... so funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> lovely yeah we, yeah we do on the couch on the Friday night we watch the Late Late Show oh watch. well stop maybe that's not that's such not a good thing after all <laughs> actually at the moment I'm watching and he's getting a great buzz out of it we're laughing because the older girls are coming in and they want to watch it and we're saying oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the late late show is probably not good for your marriage in fairness can I just point (laughs) 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 watching Ryan Tuberty on a Friday night so so, uh, and you you think so the secret to that marriage is just be there for each other to support each other to talk and communicate with each other And don't let those and kind of rows get in between you. Exactly. And because I have actually um, looked after the children, whatever, because I give up work at a certain stage, he actually encouraged me to go back to school and I'm going back to college, actually. I'm going to do the tap in Trinity next year. And he's, in te- he's helped me so much along the way. Brilliant. Things that I want to do. He said it'd be good for me. And, and he said, I'm there for you. And we help each other that way. And, and is he, by the way, because you're together 38 years, even though you're yeah. only married 29, yeah. is he, is he, was he your first boyfriend? Because you don't sound too old. Um, Yes, yeah, well, he's kind of old. <laughs> All right, okay. Okay, we won't talk about that. So. How old were you when you met? 17. 17 All right, okay, 17. 17 yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. I'm, trying yeah. to, I'm, I'm putting together the figures here, and, and, you're, thir- yeah. and you're 38 years together, and you're 17. Yeah. Or you, yeah. you were 17 at the time. You don't sound that old. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Dave, would you agree with all that? Would you echo everything that she's just said? 
yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I mean, and I know like, you're only new. You're only like a pup when it comes to marriage now. I mean, you're only a young I, uh, Fifteen years for with kisses now. Come on, yeah. Oh, I didn't think you were that old, Dave. You sound like you're in your early twenties or mid twenties. Oh, Jesus, sound Jeez, a perfect everyone one. Everyone sounds actually. young today. What's going on? <laughs> Apart from John. Apart from John. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, but it is like I've got this weird thing. Like if herself has gone away for the night, I actually can't sleep in bed without her there. So she's gone for the night. I put the little fella down to bed. I'll sleep on the couch. I can't. It just it doesn't feel the same unless she's beside me. And would you not so get yourself an old teddy? Huh? Well, I did. I came. Well, actually, I came back from Metallica last Saturday, and um, she she was staying at my man's house. So what I did was, when I went into to the house, I opened the sitting room door, and I brought the dog down with me. Right. Okay. So the dog no, is the was, replacement. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I opened the door, looked at him, and goes, "Come on!" I even pulled back the covers for him, and I gave him no snuggle. <laughs> Yeah, this is starting to get a bit strange. I think we should stop no, this. Not in a weird way. Get your mind out of the gutter, right? <laughs> All right, okay. So, any any other tips there, lads, just before I go into the break? Anyone else who want to throw John? Have you any more tips? Well, it's just good looking in. Just, That's yeah. a lovely marriage that Anne has, by the way. Yeah, it's been Thank fantastic you. and well, well done, sir. Yeah. But the, the thing is, looking in, as I said, well, please look in. Take a good look at the person you're with and imagine what your life would be with daughter. And if you should know in your heart. No, 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 no. I'm staying with this person because I just care for them too much. And for God's sake, what could it? Oh, yeah. And by the way, Anne, the other thing as well, life has changed. Marriages don't last as long. In the UK, they had statistics out there going back a while ago that only one in four marriages will last more than 25 years, which is really sad, right? Okay, so and why do you think that is? Why do you think people are not lasting as long as they used to? I think it's a lot about social media. I think uh, the way everything has changed. Um, There's more affairs, that's for sure. More affairs than anything, I think. And it's kind of out there broad in the way. Like, maybe there's like, pressure at home in the house as well. Like, um, could be children and stuff like that as well. Because you have to work with it. You have to work both ways. Maybe somebody has a lot more like capital a lot more in their job superior and the other wife might think, oh God, he's doing more. Or she might feel bored or he might be away all the time. So it's, it's kind of like you have to like balance the two together if you get me to understand. So yeah. I think that's what you have to do. You have to balance it out. I mean, I remember Anthony used to have to travel and I used to have to let him go and I have to trust him. And I would. And like sometimes you kind of feel, you know, and then, it, but you have to have that. Have you ever had a bit of a jealous streak, Anne? Oh yeah, one time I did. Yeah. Yeah, he's good looking. He's such a good looking guy. He's still a good looking guy, and you know, and they kind of see, oh, they're still looking at him, you know. But you know, now I think you know. I don't mind. Ah, you might be looking at him with rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. He's probably a lovely yeah. fella. Thanks, Anne, for that. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Um, we're talking about the secrets to a good marriage and what you believe the secret to a good marriage is, according to John. Obviously, communication and respecting the person you're with, making sure they know how important they are to you. Um, Dave, more or less, kind of saying the same thing. And Anne, 29 years married, 38 years together. Communication is the key. Don't let those arguments fester respect each other you know I mean it, it is all about respect isn't it having respect for the other person and it's nothing to do with the cleaning and the ironing and the cooking and who does it and who doesn't do it you know obviously you share those chores and you know and you both do it it's not, that's what it's all about it's that the old days of you know you know the woman has to do everything is gone well and truly gone and happily so but I mean if it's a case, for example, that a woman is staying at home or a man is staying at home, the person staying at home does those bits and pieces while the other person's working. And if they can give a hammer, they come in, well and good. If they're too tired, well and good as well. So everybody has to share what they're doing in relation to 
honesty, somebody says, not, it's not always advisable to be honest in a relationship because that could end your relationship. Well, if you're doing something wrong that you can't be honest about, I think you should probably end the relationship anyway. Uh, we'll start get a few more tips after the break. Keep texting them in at 087 We'll try and find the longest person who's married on the show if we can try and get... Anyway, who's texting if you're... How many years you're married? And also, by the way, speaking of wives, old wives' tales... Um, they happen to be in the paper today. Given all the world's scientific advancements, one might assume that old wives' tales have taken a bit of a backseat to logical thinking, but not the case. They're still out there, those superstitions. You know the old wives' tales? That if you sit on a damp wall, you'll get piles. Or, and Helena was talking about this earlier on, if you, remember your mother used to say, if you swallow the chewing gum, it takes seven years to digest in your system. Or your mother would say, it would tie up your intestines. Can we just point out scientifically it doesn't it just digests like any other piece of food if you eat a piece of chewing gum and swallow it it's not actually dangerous at all and you don't get piles from sitting on a damp wall and you don't get a cold from going out in the rain with your hair wet or on a sunny day with your hair wet remember that one don't go out with your hair wet you'll get a cold you'll catch your death you won't there's no scientific evidence behind that statement whatsoever Unless you're in the Atlantic, yeah. Or you know that other one you see in the movies and you see somebody, they're caught out in the rain and then, you know, the next day they're kind of, they have a cold. There is no correlation between caught in the rain and getting a cold. You don't catch a cold. A cold is an airborne disease. You have probably less chance of catching it actually in the rain than you would on a sunny day. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087-188-0008. I want to know your old wives' tales... And your tips for marriage. And don't forget, we have one of Lena's hampers to give away. My mother used to always tell us that eating carrots will improve her eyesight. She was mad. And when she wasn't actually mad. That's actually one of the old wives' tales. That's actually true. And I remember reading this before, and I'm just reading here it again. It's a fact. Carrots are actually high in vitamin A, uh, which is an assen- essential for a good vision. And eating carrots would provide you with a small amount of vitamin A needed for good vision. There you go. So it's actually true. Carrots do actually make your eyesight better. Let me go to Bernie. Bernie, you're on Classic Hits. Oh, here comes the worst. I'm horrible at those lovely stories. I feel like the worst. What? I think separate houses. Absolutely Se- the best way to go. Separate houses? Yeah. Didn't your woman try that? Bonham Carter and your man. What's his name? I don't know. I, I All I know is that I was married Ella, in 1981. Uh, Helen Bonham Carter Helen, and oh, Tim she, Robbins. She, she's a little bit out there, that God lover. But um, I think it would work great. Imagine if you uh, work both of you working and, you know, you're 10 get years down the road and get a house each and, you know, he has the kids some nights and you have the kids some nights and then you meet. Well, then, so you're, mind well, then you're kind of separated, aren't you? But sometimes, you know, I just feel that if I, I mean, I was married in 1981 and I got, walked out in 2014. Like, that's a long time to be with somebody. And maybe you could have wrecked, helped it along the way if we had separate houses. Maybe we discovered. Why would no? But it doesn't make any sense to me, Brady. Why? If you, if you have to have separate houses from somebody, you shouldn't be bloody married to them. If you feel well, that badly about them, that you need to be living separately from them. But you see, not all all marriages and the scales fall from your eyes. Not all well, if your marriage if your marriage is not harmonious and you're not happy living with somebody in the same house as them, you shouldn't be married to them. But if you're married to somebody and you're trying your best to keep that marriage alive and you're trying to keep... Well, then get out of the marriage. Right. If you have to but try to keep a marriage alive, get out of it. Yeah, but I just I just said for fun, like... Two I, know, houses, I know, I know. <laughs> well, actually, do, you know. stay there for a second because here's, here's a woman who'll give us all a lesson on how to stay married. Because Margaret... 
Hello, Hello, Niall. Hello, Margaret. How are you? I'm fine, you, thank you. Lovely. Good. Margaret is not married 10 years. She's not married 20 years, 30, 40, 50, or even 60. She's married 61 years. Jesus. I'll leave her alone. That's a great thing. Margaret, well yes. done to you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And what's, what's the secret to a good marriage? Well, the secret to a good marriage is uh, getting through all the ups and downs in life. Yeah. And just taking everything as it comes. Listening to the Nile Boylan show on a regular basis. Exactly, yeah. that helps. That cheers <laughs> me up no end. Yeah. Yes, I listen to you all the time. And is, is he good to you, Margaret? He's absolutely a great husband. The best in the whole world. And I'm not just saying that now. Mm. But he really is. He's, he's the most patient. Even the, the family said that. He's the most patient man. I'm assuming the two of you are retired. I can oh, only I can yes, only assume yes. that, Mary. I'm 83 and he's 87. So I was married when I was just gone 21. Right. He was 26. I was near 22. Do you remember the night you met him? We met, actually, we went to school together. Oh, right, okay. We went to school together and uh, then we went out, well, you know, the way it was years ago. It wasn't like now. No. We go out, I go out with a bunch of girls and... We'd be tricking around. <clears throat> you know what I mean? You'd have to do a bit of hiding and ducking and diving in those days. You know the way. Yeah, well, you wouldn't make it so obvious, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that was the first kiss I got off him. He was the first to ever kiss me. All right. That was nice. And what about the day that he, he proposed to you? Do you remember when he proposed to you? I do. I remember as if it was yesterday. Where were you? I was in my mother's kitchen. And he went down on his knee and asked me to marry, me, marry him. And we... Got engaged that 8th of December and we got married the following year. So what year was the 8th of December, 1950? 57 we got married, yeah. All right, okay. And a good wedding, lots of people out, it was a good time had by all? No, not a big wedding at all, not at all. We hadn't got money them days. Right, okay. We just hadn't got it. So it was just a few family and friends... Just a few family and friends, and we're married eight o'clock in the morning. Right. Because that's the way it was them days with the priest in where we came from in Derlick. And we uh, went out to the Gwent Arms for our breakfast, and we went to the races that day. <laughs> that's a very different type of marriage in yeah, those yeah. days. <laughs> then we went up to the Barry Hotel in Dublin. To Barry's Hotel. The Barry's Hotel. I know I know it well, yeah. I know the hotel. It's up off the top of Arnell Street there. You know there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to a film. It was the Ambassador Cinema. We went to the film. Um, the World... Go Around the World in 80 Days. Oh, the one with David Niven. That's right. Yeah. Around yeah. the... Past, what was his name? The, 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 his friend in the movie. In front oh, of, God, I forget his friend, but I remember him. Around the world in 80 days. I remember the song. There was a song yeah. for it and everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was, it, was it David? No, or Rex Harrison. Was it Rex Harrison or David Niven? I, oh, David Niven was definitely one of them. There was a few yeah. in it now. Yeah. I think it was David Niven. Around the world. I remember that movie. I do remember. What a great you movie. remember. I do, and I remember when the ambassador. I went to the ambassador cinema when it was a cinema. It hasn't been a cinema in over thirty years. Yes, but I yes. do remember going there. My dad brought us to see Superman, the first Superman movie. Yeah, and it was in the ambassador. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gone along. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful building, and it's so sad that it's not being used as a cinema anymore. That's right. 
right, yeah, sure. Everything has changed, hasn't it? It has. And so, Margaret, in that time, in that 61 years, yeah. ups and downs, yeah? Oh, plenty of ups and downs, yes. How many children? Four. Okay, and uh, many grandchildren? We have five grandsons. And actually, funny now that, you're, that I'm ringing and talking to you today, but this is a very special day for us today. It's a happy day and a sad day because the happy day is my grandson is up in Trinity College for his big graduation with his mum and dad today. Congratulations. What's his name? Niall Gibbons. Niall Gibbons, congratulations on your graduation today. And I hope he has a wonderful future. I'm sure he will. He will. And then today is a very sad day because our eldest daughter is her 36th anniversary. She was killed in a road accident. Oh, I'm sorry. That must have been awful for you at the time. Terrible. And you know what, Margaret? Mm. Yeah. For a for a couple who are married to get through the death of a child yes. must be a very difficult thing to do. And if you can hold a relationship through that, you can hold it through anything. Absolutely, Niall. It's unbelievable and I wouldn't wish her on anybody because she was our beautiful eldest girl. We were waiting four years to have her when we got married. Mm. Four years, she was a miracle and a beautiful baby and a lovely, healthy girl. Went out with disco, our by friend. I never came home, but I was talking to her before she died. And, uh, mm. Okay, well, I'm sure her memory lives on. I know it I know it gets easier as time goes on, but the memories never go away. Oh, dear, they don't. It's like uh, yesterday. Okay. Well, listen, Margaret, I wish you well. Thank you very much indeed for calling in today and getting involved in the show. All right. And, and I, hope, <laughs> I hope you have another 61 years. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if I get another one at least, I won't be too bad. All right, Margaret, have a lovely day. All right. Okay, nice. See you, Margaret. Thank you very bye. Much. Bye. Bye bye. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.